Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped After Dark, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we take original Star Trek episodes and provide unasked for audio commentaries. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. Philippe. I'm Jake. Aaron. Did I say After Dark? I went At the beginning, okay. but you didn't say it right. You have to say warp. Oh, all right. Beat. We're, we're starting off like that. After we? dark. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is the tutorial for all those people at home. Yeah. Corrections. It's Saturday night. Early. Because we'll probably clearly need a replacement for one of our hosts at some point. We've been, <laughs> we've been drinking. It's a Saturday evening. It is. Like a spider everybody's, everybody's shared some real intimacies about their <laughs> yeah. past. Uh, listen to last week's episode for that. And now it's time for. What Netflix has as season two, episode ten, Journey to Sean says it's pronounced Babel. It, it is. I've always said Babel. I, I would say Babel too, but it is pronounced Babel. In episode, in the they episode, say the word Babel. they say Babel. Okay. How much time is on the clock? Um, got... I'm already annoyed that they say Babel. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen minutes and twenty-seven seconds on the clock. That'll do, Piggle. So grab That'll a drink, do. and I'll be starting in three, <laughs> two, one, play. That'll do, Piggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's fancy. They're wearing their, They're wearing their fancy outfits. Oh, I like fancy. He's a fancy, important diplomat. Bones is like all I'm all uncomfortable in his like. He's like this Beatles collar is killing me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, does Kirk always have the metal? Yeah. On his. Yep. He does. He has those thing. pit those bits of colored fabric. Bones and doesn't hardly have any. And well, Bones have to sign as much. I mean, we all know how like basic uh, doctors are in this time <laughs> yeah. period. And Dr. McCoy is not even a very good doctor. No. People die on his watch all the time. Yeah. If machine, if, <laughs> if uh, the machine isn't there to help him, mm, yeah. <laughs> so this episode is famous for uh, introducing us to Spock's parents. Hell yeah. Parents. yeah. Did you watch this? I watched it to the point where they introduced Spock's parents, <laughs> okay. and I'm like, yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. like, nah, I don't need to skip intro. I'm yeah. just going to turn it off. This is going <laughs> to be a good one when I kind of sort of have to Look at the cardboard yeah. people in the window. Windows on the upper oh. right. They've put cardboard window uh, people in there to to be like the viewing gallery. It's the same stock image on every one of those. <laughs> so I read that <laughs> like uh, the original <laughs> plot they were going to have them beamed aboard, uh-huh. but it was cheaper to use old footage of the of the shuttlecraft that makes sense. than to do the technology it takes to do the warp. That makes perfect the, sense to the me. The teleportation. Wait, how? I mean, what is the technology? They drew two shots and then they put in the. Hey. No, no question. It's yeah. It's a lot of work goes into <laughs> it. Bones trying to get the Vulcan handshake right. Yeah. Uh oh. You have to. Is pay this those. the first time they've done it on the show? What's that? No, no, no they did it in the Prosper thing. Yeah, they did it in the first episode of season two. Oh, I missed it. I didn't zone in on it because it's very noticeable here. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he meets up with the power. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, the first, the, that's the first I have to give them credit for just doing it and it's just uh, well, done he, rather than being like, oh, I got to put these fingers all together of, and all of, <laughs> I think, keep it together. I think Matt has. They just said did it. that scene. You, they j- Bones was just now trying yeah, to look, get it right and couldn't do it. He thinks about doing it. And like, no. But I think Matt has talked about it in the back. Nimoy created all of them. Yes, that's the that's the story. Is the that Leonard Nimoy? Uh, and this he added. This he created this one too. Oh, okay. Where the the husband and wife just touch fingers like that to uh-huh. show affection for each other. Mm. We should try that. Hot. Just the tips. <laughs> now that we're in, now that we're in counseling, yeah, we're exactly. on the healing. 
you guys have gone through we're, it. We're doing, we're side. doing uh, Vulcan counseling. Just so everyone knows, in the studio, <laughs> Philippe, Aaron, and Philippe just did the Vulcan finger touch. Yeah, and they both kind of touched Sean a little bit during yeah. it, yeah. and it was. Yeah. Kinda, I think I'm part of the family. Yeah. It, was, it was a little hot. Three it's, fingers it's is the equivalent way. of anal. Here it is in their, in their culture. <laughs> So what is it? Mark that they just revealed that there's <laughs> Oh, the parents, yeah. <laughs> Those uh, are So let me go. We got season 2 episode 10 Journey to Babel. The Enterprise hosts a number of quarreling diplomats including Spock's father, but someone on board has murder in mind. Oh, cool. Murder. Mm. So Aaron, you said you watched up till Spock's yeah. parents reveal. And they were so like, dun, dun, dun. What uh Zany. what would you say you think the <gasps> Oh, geez, better than the last one. It is better than the last one. Uh, 7.7. I'm going to say 8.9. Damn, girl. Mm, that's oh, high. I'm going to go 8.7. I'm going eight, way seven. high. I was, I'm going to go 9.0. Oh. 8.6. Damn. And this one was written by DC Fontana. Oh. This is a very famous episode. Yes. Yeah. Whether it's good or not, it's Mostly famous. because it introduces Sark. Yeah. And, and and Amanda, the mom, Amanda. Yeah. But you're right, Sean. It is another very talky episode. It is I a think. lot of talking. There's a little more action in this yep. one because people get killed and there's fights. Oh, good. I should have poured Kirk more get, alcohol. Kirk gets attacked. Nobody, nobody, no. Uh, no people any, die. There's no red shirts that die. Mm. It's all other people. That so DC Fontana wrote several famous episodes, right? Yeah, uh, she did. She did. That's right. Mm. It's like Essie Hinton. It is exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, she didn't. She couldn't use her real first name, which I think is Dorothy, because women weren't allowed to write television shows. There's a there's a great uh, D Space Nine episode where they show all the characters out of makeup and they're all sci fi writers. Yeah, and one of the female parts. That's the storyline. They talk about her. She can't. They won't take her picture to put in the back of the book, and she has to use initials. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the same with uh, Avery Brooks' character. They won't let people know that he's African-American. Just so they, just like moms throughout the galaxy, she's giving him shit for not visiting often enough. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a very strained relationship with his father. Yes, they are estranged. Hmm. They, have not spoken. they haven't spoken in years. Oh, well, that's going to change. I mean, her mom, his, his mom is really rocking that hood game. Yeah. yeah. Where'd she go? Where is she in this scene? I can't see her. She's under, hidden under, behind it. Just She's north really of the Terry Cloth Mountain, <laughs> you'll come to the Velvet Shroud. Who is this actor playing Sarek? Uh, Mark Leonard. Okay. Famously plays Sarek basically the entire, in every iteration. Oh, Mark Leonard, Leonard yep. Nimoy. I know. Connection. Right. He also played the head Romulan in the Romulan episode. Ah, uh, that's just cheating. I guess he's one of those people who come back to play multiple characters. Now, Aaron, if you, I know you're not as versed in the mythos, but you understand about his parents, right? How his mother is human? Oh, I knew he was a Havzi, but yeah. didn't yeah. really think it through. I but, guess that would make sense since, although those are pointy collars, that's the dad, that's the Vulcan. Yeah. So that woman's name is Jane Wyatt. Yes. And, you know, last week's episode, we had um, the da- one of the daughters of Father's Knows Best, Eleanor Donahue. Jane Wyatt played the mother. 
on Father Knows Best. That yeah, that was one of the uh, the trivia that was on this episode. The back to back episodes featured a regular from Father's Knows Best. Mm. <laughs> But and what, she was, plays uh, uh, Amanda in in the movies later on. Yeah, that's right. And when when Spock goes to Vulcan in three and four, she plays his mother. We should totally be watching Father Father Knows Best. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally watch Father Knows Best. Father Knows Best: Colon Flowers in the Attic. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, uh, what does that entail? Yeah, no. After dark. After dark. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of colon af- colon titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Father knows best. Colon. Colon. Yeah. Colon. Flowers in the attic. Uh, flowers in the attic. <sighs> so what's next on the list, Matt? Of what? Of uh, just. Random. random. I want to hear. Stuff. I want to hear what what uh, Jake has. He saw on his uh, Reddit page about versus super uh, uh, stylized Batman taking a turtle across the country. Uh, yes. yes, the latest who would win. Yeah, that I have. Uh, yeah. yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. Um, okay. So there's a subreddit on the old Reddit webpage where they uh, talk about. You know, fictitious situa- situations and scenarios. Who would win? Lots of things like superheroes fighting and <laughs> yes. real people against movie characters. Here's a who would win. Yeah. <laughs> oh my guys. god. Yeah. Sorry, but no. I love what they do. They take these things, gelatinous cubes, put them in a class, and then they put the liquid, and inside. then they pour some kind of remember edible edible paint. This not is sangria. 2013. I mean, the face paint is giving them the cancer. <laughs> the, edible... <laughs> the fruit is the least of their troubles. Yeah, yeah exactly. I yeah. got like the wines in like a bong. Oh, yeah, they're suffocating. Oh my god, he almost touched it with his mouth. Ugh. I want to be at this party. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is in a primary color. This is a fun. This, see, this is a fun That's episode. Why this one definitely has more stuff to watch. You get to see um, Andorians yes. and the Tellurites. Tellurites. This and is all where the you see aliens. drugs are happening in the sixties, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like let's have some little people that have gold paint and like mm-hmm. some like cool. Oh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. some pig face people. Some Tellurites. Yeah, this would be what the Gamorians from They're Star hideous. Wars eventually, right? <laughs> Their eyes are so far behind the mask. Yeah, like, so uh, you know what it reminds me of? There. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It reminds me of that movie or that Twilight Zone episode, Eye of the Beholder, where like you look at the mm-hmm. the girl at the end. She's ha- they're like you never see. It's like it all that that one that's all from her point of view. Yeah. where they're trying to get her sur- like surgery. she's had plastic surgery to yeah. heal her. It, but it's still she looks. She's like still looks so hideous. And at the end, you reveal that she's like a. Beautiful blonde, super hot. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then everybody else, has everybody pig, else has pig faces. Everybody else has pig faces. The, the you know who those pig faces look like? Those pig faces look like the pigs in space from the Muppet Show. Oh yeah, there's a great. There was a great uh, like Saturday Night Live <laughs> sketch. How hot do you think that is, Sean? What? Just you know. I'm assuming you think that guy's real good looking. <laughs> well, he's got the hair. Sean's like, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. Yeah. From the standards of the time, yeah. this was an attractive man. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> what about that guy right there in the middle of that shot? Please, that guy's if you, amazing. If you took that guy and the blue lagoon guy, though, you would get the guy. In the yeah, you, you, that's, if you put those two things together. Yeah, yellow and blue makes. And you, you and you added a lot of bush, a lot of bush in the center. <laughs> You're talking about the guy with the big pigtail? Yeah, did you guys see that guy? <laughs> yeah, I pigtail guy. I almost want to rewind so we can all, like, are we... we, we... Yeah, people at home, check it out. Yeah. Pigtail guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unsung yeah, he hero. Really oh, my God, it was amazing. He was having the time of life, too. Punky Brewster was yeah. suddenly in the background of this episode. Oh, my God. There he is. Oh, is he, he is. see him peeking out. So, show yeah, yeah. stealing. He is yeah, like, yeah, wait, wait, there he is. Wait. Right there. Right there. Oh, yeah. There he is. <laughs> Look at him. Holy shit! The dude, dude. Yeah, that guy literally looks like somebody who just stumbled onto the Paramount lot from Melrose Play and just like was homeless, and they were like accidentally wandered onto the set. No, they were like, "What else weird can we do for this party?" Don't have to be cute twins. You can just be a person walking by the right. Right. First, it was the cute twins, and then it was this guy. What about those cute twins? Huh? Yeah, right. How huh, mad? <laughs> Check out those antennae. Yeah. <laughs> what you could do. You guys with are just so provincial. <laughs> Can't appreciate I an feel, exotic look. Yeah. I feel like uh, Kirk might be swelling hey. up a little bit in this one. I don't know. Well, I don't, maybe it's just the cut. It might of, just be that outfit. The cut of the outfit. Very well. oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Why are you giving him no, the benefit you know of the doubt? There's some unnecessary Kirk nudity in this episode oh. and he looks pretty there's ripped. no such thing as unnecessary well, kirk nudity come right. on <laughs> excessive it's just no. the so way get it's... your drinks ready because we will have a couple coming up all right let's see what's on the light bright mm. <laughs> bring up the light bright uh. <laughs> all right so I'm gonna need a, a orange and an so, orange so and an got, orange. We got. Do we ever actually get to the? I need who an entire row of oranges. No. <laughs> okay. No, yes. No, because then that party scene, that office party scene, just happened. All right, let's do this. Uh, I'm had way too many hard grape sodas to to get this. No. All right. So on who would win? That's too uh, much of a reveal behind the that's curtain. That's too many calories. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, uh, a common theme puts scenarios at the Battle of Helm's Deep, which you've, if you've seen the film, The Two Towers, uh, Lord Rings, The Two Towers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you haven't seen that film, Matt? I've seen it, but <laughs> I have no concept of like, go on. Okay. We'll see how, let's, All right. So you're starting off on the wrong it, foot, but if, let's yeah. see how right, it If plays. you're not familiar with it at this battle, like it's where the... the the powerful orcs, the Urukai, uh, yeah. besieged the Again, re- retreating. Again, what you can do when you have extra time. Yeah, human forces and like yeah, and they're in the castle. All the heroes are defending. You know, this sort of There's very difficult wall. to attack castle. So the question is: Okay, so instead of the army that attacks, you have one thousand Urukai, which are like the very strong, aggressive orcs from the Lord of the Rings. And on the other side, you have Napoleon Bonaparte. Who has one hour to pair, uh, prepare a strategy? Um, and you have John Wick, and you have Black Widow, and you have uh, 50 uh, polar, full size adult polar bears who will respond to <laughs> Napoleon's commands. Right. And, and, you, have, and you have Legolas, <laughs> and you have 
This is a really, you have to know a lot of props. And you, this is and, so and, much work. And, I'm and, exhausted. And SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> well, SpongeBob is like okay. indestructible. So there are a lot of these Helms Deep scenarios, and this is by far the most popular one that's been on the site. <laughs> sure. Because so it's the silliest. How many, how many, wait, how many orcs were there? There are 1,000. Okay. And how many polar bears? That's were there? not a lot, though. There they have a lot more than 1,000 in the movie. In the movie, there are, it's like an army of like 10,000. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I just one, polar bears. I'm fifty controlled adult polar bears. I'm giving it to the. I'm, oh, <sighs> if they can't, I'm going to give. But it they to got the, the, But they. But but that group has Helms Deep. Yeah, they're the defenders. Oh, they're yeah. the they're defending so, the tower. Oh yeah, because like you have to lay siege to Helms Deep, so you have to get over the the the, the, the defenses. Wall. Yeah, and if you can send out the 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 fifty controlled polar bears, they can do a lot of damage before they all get taken out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to expect that they would still do the same thing from the books or movie, which is they have a special orc that goes and blows up the part of the wall so they can get in. Yeah. So, so. You, you can you can say they're going to get some in, but they're going to get it in. Right. At, at, but at, through a control point. And Napoleon and Bonaparte has one hour. Yeah. To apprise himself of the situation and examine the defenses. Oh, man. I mean... He would just not be familiar enough to me with like the just the 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 tools that were at his disposal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he studied war in a time when you know things where he knew like how far people could march and how like what the effective <laughs> like strategies for like you know a battle of attrition and like how to use terrain and I don't I just don't know if this would be his particular kind of warfare. So. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Does climate change exist in this universe? <laughs> <laughs> and how does that affect the polar bears I see. in the scenario? <laughs> this this is a verdant and lush room. These are hungry polar bears ready to feast on ready or, to orc fight. flesh. Um, I really don't like this leather face guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually kind of got distracted by the episode, which oh doesn't happen very often. But yeah. It's a sort visual. Of, it's a visual feast. Cornucopia. Well, and they, well, there was a nice little scene feast. just then with Derek <laughs> and his wife that was kind of sweet. And what do you say? What, can you... There's a lot of sweet parts of this episode. Yeah, like with Derek and his wife. And yeah. And so now that guy's dead. Who just been threatening? And good riddance, oh, I thought right, this guys? Is how he took a nap. Is he yeah. stuffed in there with spider webs? Is that <laughs> what I'm supposed to get? Oh, there you go. oh all right. drink. Oh, drink. Unnecessary. Powdered nipples and all. Uh, yeah, it's. I like it. No reason for him to be shirtless in this scene. Uh, I can give you one. I thought reason. it was excessive. Uh, yeah, I can see what you mean. Like, just anytime these masks are on screen, screen it's, it's just like we're looking up their eye hole. Yeah. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There was a cursory effort to darken the areas around their eyes, but it just looks fake. Uh, yeah. I'm almost like I don't believe it's really a pig man. It's almost like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just weird. I mean, and it they, gets me thinking it, like it, it, they must have done it on purpose because well, it's not, that's I don't not know. something they wouldn't have fixed if they had. I don't know. It's not I, like they didn't know how to put masks on people. I'm just like, did they just think, ah, oh, good enough? Maybe, maybe the they government just ran out of time. I think they just had those masks. They're around. like the sunken eye does have an effect, but it just looks like they're wearing a mask. It seems to me like you could have cut the eye hole. Like larger, so until it reaches your socket, 
the yeah. outside of your socket, and then you would just see the whole natural eye. But, yeah, that's right. They know. should have fixed it in post production, like, <laughs> like they did there the tech no stuff. Po- well, look at the amount of makeup on Namoy. Is that no. how you pronounce? Namoy. You could have done something with makeup, I think. Babel. Babel. Why is it? Nemo looks great. What are you I, talking about? I'm just about? saying he's got like a lot of eye touch up and they could have spent some time on those guys. I mean. Well, they're, they're all wearing a lot of makeup. It was the 60s. This is a good Nimoy episode because. Yeah, there's a lot of drama. A lot of family drama. His mom and like her not understanding about being Vulcan. And Sarek's going to be accused of killing the pig man, Aaron. Yep. <sighs> because they were seen fighting shortly before he died. Mm. And he died in a way... This episode's a bit of a murder mystery. But okay. he also Ooh. dies in a way Dude. that Vulcans right. kill people. I am going to go out on a nerd... Do Vulcans have last names? Because it's like Mr. Spock and Mrs. Sarek. I don't know what's going on. Like, what is the... Do they have surnames? Mm. Is that... Is this one name? What is going on with the, the Vulcans and the names? Yeah, what's the naming device here? I don't know. I've so only heard... All maybe... right, well, I don't feel like I'm not alone anymore. No, I know the answer. I just didn't want to <laughs> oh, admit no. it. Matt, he knows this is answer. what you're this here This is why we asked Matt. <laughs> uh, no, I, the, uh, the official explanation is that Vulcan names are so long and unpronounceable to humans. That, that humans can't say them right so they just use the shortened version of their real names so that's the answer they do have a longer name but they don't use it because nobody can say it and then somewhere is it written down what spock's full name is probably but i don't know what that is somebody (laughs) if you know what it's in i've got several star trek what do you i bet it's i bet it me right now i bet it i bet it's (laughs) i bet it's Spock, 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 Spock. It's really long, though, guys. It's actually like Spock, 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 Spock. It goes on for It's the pie of names. It goes on forever. I can pronounce it. I just don't want to. Maybe that was the problem. It's like Sarek, 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 Instead of never repeating, all it does is repeat. Yeah, repeats forever. It's a lot. <laughs> you guys would not be able to understand our names. It's literally it's Spock over and over, over again. <laughs> What's so hard to understand? <laughs> you would not understand my full name. <laughs> Humans are incapable of comprehending. <laughs> no, we did it. It's just your name over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> You're, t- you're saying uh, you're my son, Spock, 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 Actually, you didn't say the third Spock, right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, uh, you know, you're right. You, you basically have the gist. You guys, you're, you're, your accent is terrible. <laughs> right. You're not saying it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like, <laughs> it's Spock, 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 Spock. <laughs> <laughs> not Spock, 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 Spock. Yeah, yeah. yeah come on. Yeah, it's all me. It's culturally insensitive what you're doing right now. <laughs> This whole thing is spacist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we were able to, yeah, miss a good chunk of this, which is, which is good. that's unfortunate, right? 
Oh my What's god! In his ear, the communicator on his ear is just getting longer and longer. So, what did you think, Aaron, of those um, <laughs> Bluetooth Vulcan ears? Gotta do it. That I showed you the other day. I just day. think I would, if I had it, I would go look in the mirror and be like shocked every time. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Ah! Is that? Oh, she's got one. No, Hoorah's put one in too. She they both use them. Yeah, she was. She didn't have it earlier That's when she was talk talking to, to Kirk. No. You could cut one in half and put it on your shirt and pretend you're Zach. Uh, F. Uh, yeah, Zor- Zephram. Zephram. <laughs> I was like Zach Ephraim. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't sure. get it out. You could take that out and make yourself like Zach Ephraim. <laughs> yeah, you got like cut him one in <laughs> half and put it on his shirt and it's like, oh, it's so like just like Zach Ephraim. Oh, he's back to the the, the pullover weird. green. Yeah. yeah. V-neck time. Screening. 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 Yeah, get some screening I didn't time. know we had a screening. Uh, what? I'm so seeing butt cheeks there. butt cleavage. I'm yeah. seeing butt there. That's, that's, uh, hey, we didn't, you know what we didn't do last episode? We didn't talk to Gene. Gene. <laughs> Gene. <laughs> Gene yeah, was, I thought of that too after no, it was over. Gene was like, Gene, I have you ever stolen porn, Gene? That's your <laughs> wife there, Gene. Did you enjoy did you like putting her in a, a skirt so short you can see her butt cleavage? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I don't really have a lot of choice based on like some contracts that I signed in a drunken and high state. I, had, I took a whole bowl full of mescaline with my <laughs> Cheerios, and then I signed some legal documents, which I would not recommend. I want to admit to something here. I've never actually seen an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could become shocking, and I don't want you to understand, but I honestly don't care for it all that much. Now, I like writing it and creating it, but watching it? Not in my top 500 things to do. Um, oh, man. Shocking. No, I'm just saying that. I appreciate the fans and I appreciate the money. Um, I have a very, very big tractor that I've made street legal that I drive around in. And that, street legal. Yeah. And that without that money from this show would not be possible. I actually have that pillow in my house right now. <laughs> Never seen the show. Been on set a lot. Um, and... If you'll notice, my wife is in this shot, um, and if you, you look really closely, you'll see a little bit of Nomad from <laughs> a previous episode. Oh, here we go. Uh, you there might catch is. it here. Oh, she's holding it clenched in there. <laughs> it's it's fantastic what she can do. She's amazing and Marvel, and a lot of my space dreams come from her. Anyway, I got to get going. And space uh, herpes. Boy. Um, As always, it's a real whirlwind. I got to ride that robot unicorn on to the next galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you all later. Beaming out. Or whatever the fuck he says. I don't remember. (laughs) Whatever he says. That was Gene. That was Gene. Wow, I hadn't seen him in a while. He looked high, guys. He looked really high. Well, he said he ate a whole... He said he ate... Took a whole bowl of mescaline. That sounded like that's, yeah. that's got to last a while. Yeah. That was years ago. It sounded like. I mean, it's going to be a habit there, probably. But yeah, you don't just start off with a bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You move into it. He's down to half a bowl a day. Mm-hmm. So where are we at in the plot? You here? Never know what he's going to say. So now so, the Sarek is sick and needs a heart surgery. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. But it requires a blood transfusion and the only and blood type. Spock's the only person who has the right. matching blood type. What? But he's got half-bleed blood. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think they talk about that. But it reminds me of something Gene said. Never shake a man's hand or a woman's hand because it's probably had a dick in it. I don't know why he said that. Damn it, Gene. He says that a lot. But it had something to do with Vulcans. Yeah. So first, Spock wants to donate his... Oh, yeah, immediately. Immediately. But then he says no because Captain Kirk gets hurt. He he has to be captain. He has to be captain. he can't be incapacitated. So they have to kind of trick him into... Well, they... Spock's Spock's conflict has always been family over his responsibilities to Starfleet, right? Yeah. So that's what this. Look at that short tailed alligator up on that wall there. <laughs> yeah, that's we've talked about that yeah. before. It's would, always there, is it? It's a space. Yeah. It's a space herpes. It's a space iguana. <laughs> that's a space. It's, it's all bones I can think is about. pet. It's alive. You never see it moving. Stop uh, it! It gives him all his best medical advice. It has a weird thing where it can't move if you're. Looking I've at never it. noticed it ever. He's like, look. At that short. How funny would it be if it went out of shot and then it went back into shot and it was in a different position? That would really support the you can't look at it yeah. while it's moving. Yeah. It's a yeah, stop motion. It was just upside down in yeah. the next shot. They should have done that. Hey, Wall Gecko, what, what should I do to treat this patient? Uh, inject, inject it with the thing that goes. Tss. Oh, good, good idea. Good idea. Good idea. You say that every time. It works every time. Don't question me, Bones. All right, all right. Thanks, thanks, Wall Gecko. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Wall Gecko. Yeah. His name is George. Yeah. But you can call him Doctor because he does all the real work. He's he's the one really running the show. Yeah. Oh, is this her third costume change? I think mm. I think she's gonna get up there. She's putting up the numbers. Yeah, well, she's, she's like as much now. as Kirk. As we all know, it's not as much mm-hmm. as Khan, right? And Space Seed, but it's got to be up there. So is Kirk uh, when he doesn't have a shirt? That's a costume change, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's matching her. I mean, they do have to powder him. I mean, they, he's definitely wearing body makeup. So oh yeah, it's not yeah. like he just whipped his shirt off yeah. and he filmed. There's no like, nipples that are that color. No. no. What is going on? This out was here? A, oh of man, course. it jumps. It jumps to this. Wow, fight that was scene. a real. Yeah, that guy was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to lose." <laughs> that was a real new wave <laughs> smash cut into yeah. a completely different scene. Some violent powdered donut. Uh. <laughs> oh, his tunic. You can his... see like the makeup around. What is him. that move? His butt just shot him. He did like Uh-oh. a. Oh. oh. Drink. What? That's not good. <laughs> oh no, he got. He got him. Yeah. Right? That was like a kidney shot. Yeah. yeah. But of course they say it's like, oh, it's his lung and his whatever. It almost hit his heart is what they say, which yeah. is like, what? That's not where the heart is. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was stabbed in like the lower abdomen. Yeah. Like that, he's got a low hanging heart, I admit, but it's not that. It's not a, <laughs> a <low> It's <laughs> not a Vulcan heart. <laughs> yeah. Way the heck over there. <laughs> that, that kind of real estate. <laughs> <laughs> low hanging heart. <laughs> Shatner's famous for having. Yeah, that's my favorite country song. Yeah, low, low hanging, hanging heart. heart. Low hanging heart. Something, something. She took my truck and my dog and my <laughs> job space log and 
And I don't got a place to fart. <laughs> Take it away. Low hanging heart. <laughs> and we're just going to move on quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody deserves well, that. Let's pretend it never. I'm going to pretend it never happened. And I think well, everybody else should too. The long, the lo- yeah. But I went blam blam in my Trans Am all the way to my low hanging heart. <laughs> Um, but we tried to forget about it. <laughs> There's more Kirk nudity. Yeah. I think every episode we should have another verse of Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Screeny really steals the, st- steals the show in this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It is like Our favorite medical readout mm-hmm. prop. So this is when he says, nope, not going to do it now. Got to be captain. Yep. <sighs> Bones is going to say, but he'll die, Spock. Yeah, she gets very cross with him. Well, uh, question: Is yeah. it a big deal to donate blood more than it is normally? Well, he's a lot. Okay. Yeah, and I think they have to like filter it or something. Well, he, that see, human he, would, out. he would be incapacitated for a while. Right. He couldn't be captain. <laughs> but isn't there like somebody like they're not actively fighting anybody? So they are. Oh, there's there's a ship chasing them. Oh, that's right. So I there's actually uh, the, his. That's where it's sort of like it, there's a there's a thing because you a good sort thing. of think, well, he's doing it because he doesn't want to or he he's afraid to. Oh, wait, that answers the question that uh, Jake asked earlier, that the orcs have obviously killed the polar bears and are now wearing them. <laughs> oh, oh, there they are. There they go. Yeah. That looks like the kind of white like ruffle you put under a Christmas tree. You know, like a- <laughs> White carpet. I think that does prove it. Yeah, there's not enough polar bears, so the orcs will win. Yeah, eventually, that even this if even this orc can kill a polar bear, (laughs) then anybody can. I have a really hard time imagining what that person looks like without that makeup on. I was trying to see past makeup, and I couldn't do it. A late Middle Ages white man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Stretches the imagination. <laughs> Fair enough. Jesus, that guy. That guy just got sad. <laughs> you couldn't be. You couldn't be more generic, person. <laughs> uh, I like her. She's got something. So you promised us some contractions and rejections. Why do you keep calling it that? (laughs) It's correction corner. (laughs) Contraction. Why do you call it contraction? Where do you even get that? Y'all got no those contractions. Where did that even come Uh, from? (laughs) There was a there was a show. Did you make that up? There was a radio show I used to listen to that had corrections and retractions. Uh huh. And I. That's what I'm trying to say, but for some reason I keep getting locked into contractions and rejections. Contractions and rejections. I can't get that out of my head. I like it. You ain't getting none of this, sweet <laughs> punny pie. That's a contraction and a rejection, <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Oh, man. I, it, I think the time I think has come for us to go back, back Sunday afternoon. I know, afternoon. this might actually be... This might be the last Warped After Dark. Yeah. This is how it's going to be. We've gone too far. It's going to be like Double colon flowers mm-hmm. in the attic. <laughs> Double colon Double flowers colon. in the attic colon SV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> dun dun. Our next episode is going to be warped after dark. The morning after. The yeah. next day. The warped after church. Yeah. So Jake, play the correction corner jingle. 
So this is for episode 38, which was the Doomsday Machine. What? I thought we had no mistakes in that one. <laughs> uh, well, these are not mistakes. These are just sort of... Uh, maybe Sean's right. Maybe I shouldn't call it correction. Confirmation Maybe you should call it contractions. We talked about William Wyndham, who was the guest star who flew the ship into the giant bugle. Okay. Uh, um, and we talked about how he had famously been on the episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, which led into a discussion of the twilight zone where philippe told a story about trying to get his kid to watch an episode of the, sh- of the scaring twilight zone. the shit out of him That's mm-hmm. right. about a family that has a, a bunker in their backyard yeah and when when the emer- when the bombs start to fall uh the neighbors panic and try and kill them to get there to get into the shelter and it's about a uh, man's inhumanity to man etc etc that episode was called the shelter i looked it up because i was curious September 29th, 1961 is when that episode was from. Uh, The closing narration, no moral, no message, no prophetic tract, just a simple statement of fact. For civilization to survive, the human race has to remain civilized. Tonight's very small exercise in logic from the Twilight Zone. Yep. Uh, it was profound. It had a yeah, profound deep. effect on a six-year-old. <laughs> very, very deep. Written by Rod Serling. Yep. With that one. Wow. And I just, as of somebody who's just like going back through a lot of the episodes, Rod Serling wrote like, I would say. The vast it, majority. The vast of them, majority right? of them. He's, he's fantastic. Because like, I mean, some of them are based on other like short stories and stuff like that. But he, uh, he, yeah. he came up with a lot of original ones himself. Yeah. The one that William Wyndham was in, by the way, was called Five Characters in Search of an Exit. That was a terrible one. So I... it's about it's it's about five people, a clown, a hobo, no. a ballet dancer, <laughs> yes. a bagpiper, and an army all right, agent. All right. All right. Can I, before you, don't spoil, I, I don't know if you I want. won't. Okay. But I want to tell them the sort of the setup, and I want them to guess like what the yeah. Twilight Zone twist is. Okay. So they're all in a room together. A, it's a cylinder, uh-huh. and it's, and there's. Those are the people that are in there, and the army guy wakes up, and he, every once in a while, they're in this room, there's no doors or anything, it's a cylinder, and there's up, they can sort of think they can see the sky, but it's beyond their reach above them, and one's a, like, one's a ballerina, one's a hobo, one's a... Clown. 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 Bagpiper. And a bagpiper. And an army major. And and they can't remember their names, and... They don't know why they're there. And the the army guy... And every once in a while, they hear a big dong, dong, and it vibrates and it hurts, and they say that's just the way it is, and they can't remember having time being at the beginning of end. Are they in a clock? No, but you're kind of on the right track. I was thinking they're in a cuckoo clock. It's a pretty obscure. Anyway, I'll, yeah. Anybody else want to try to just guess a random guess? Uh, they are. <laughs> they are trapped inside a mythical polar bear, being controlled <laughs> by Napoleon Bonaparte, <laughs> and they're defeating the <laughs> the Urukai. Yeah. You want to go <laughs> tell Matt? No, go. You do it. Uh, so it turns. So they eventually they uh, one of them there the the army guy is really trying to get out. He just like woke up there, so he's trying to get everybody out. So eventually he everybody gets on each other's shoulders, and he has his sword and he uses it to like get over the edge. And the last scene is him. He's pulling himself over the edge, and they're all like, "What do you see? What do you see?" And then the last scene is a toy 
soldier falling out of a bin like a like a donation bin onto the snow on the ground and the the, thing the, the lady with it's like the it's like a salvation army salvation army sorry mm-hmm. and that, it's like one of the now yes that is that that is the and then the episode just ends Okay. So what you learn is that they were dolls, they were dolls. and they were in a sort of collection bin yeah. for the Salvation Army. Yeah. And uh, they were just anthropomorphized dolls. It was sort of Toy Story, Toy Story before yes. Toy Story. And there is, but it's, it's just like, you think it's going to be some kind of, I mean, there is some kind of like, you know, profound, like, what is it all what about? What is the moral of the episode? Yeah, but it's really like, it's more about... <laughs> And it, I just feel like end of the pitches and and then they're dolls and they've been in this thing and you're like okay well what's like the point really they're like they're dolls, dolls. <laughs> they're dolls get it here's the closing narration of that episode <laughs> just a barrel a dark depository where are kept the counterfeit make believe pieces of plaster and cloth wrought in a distorted image of human life but this added hopeful note perhaps they are un- unloved only for the moment. In the arms of children, there can be nothing but love. A clown, a tramp, a bagpipe player, a ballet dancer, and a major. Tonight's cast of players on the odd stage known as the Twilight Zone. I feel like that upbeat, optimistic part of it must have been like required by... <laughs> oh no, antenna's broken. Oh. Yeah, he's not a real Andorian. Uh, his antenna I don't know, that episode fake. seems pretty weak to me. That was a weak episode, and I've seen a lot of them recently. Well... And I like Toy Stories. It was fine, but to get start feeling bad about stuff, like yeah, I don't need a... more stuff to feel bad about. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Life like... is hard. Yeah. Now I'm like, now I can't give shit to Goodwill because like it'll like be feel sad bad for the and like try to like come yeah. back to my house and yeah. some epic journey and <laughs> God. Jesus. Yeah, we don't feel bad about like the animals we we kill and eat. Yeah, like. like <laughs> There's no room for inanimate objects. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't feel bad about any of that shit. <laughs> I think, uh, there I was think a lot of the point. <laughs> those movies. I know it's the same point. It's the same point as the the Twilight Zone episode, which is a fairly weak point. Which is like you can anthropomorphize anything and make yourself feel bad about and it and care about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> It's like when you watched Babe for the first time and you were like, I should really stop eating bacon yeah. because look at that pig. Yeah. Well, they need to make bacon stop tasting so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't work on me. I'm just saying for a brief second, I yeah. <clears throat> yeah, moved to contemplate A brief the second idea. in the 90s. Yeah. That's right. You're like, when you're eating like a bacon, you're like, oh, it's a babe <laughs> puzzle. There was Can a we- lot of food talk. Babe <laughs> <Same> puzzle. <laughs> Can we? We had a lot of food talk in on Doomsday Machine. <laughs> we, were, we were waiting for the Taco Bell to get here. Well, oh, yeah. right, right. Um, we're all fasting now. That was like, a Hallmark episode it. in in our sort of relationship with food. Yeah, over the course it was of the a show. lot of food talk. Yeah, uh, there was some conversation about whether. About how much money you would have to spend to wipe a Taco Bell out of inventory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I so I try. I actually tried to look this up. I tried to look up how much inventory like the average Taco Bell has on hand. <laughs> I, like that this uh, is... yeah. I was not able to find that. Inf- I think that's probably pr- I get proprietary, yeah, proprietary yeah. information. I bet you it's under how $5, much sour cream. Could not figure out how to how much. They Taco have a Bell. sign that says we do not carry <laughs> more than five thousand dollars worth of sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually find, though, an article on Thrillist, the title of which is The Secrets of Taco Bell Revealed by a Manager. Oh, no. Uh, It was someone who managed Taco Bell who spoke off the record to uh, this website. Spill the dark, dirty, not fake beans. Well, it's actually very complimentary to Taco Bell. And the thing that blew me away, though, is that Everything is incredibly consistent at Taco Bell because they weigh all of the food right. before it goes out, right? Well, that's their bottom line. If I the mean... weight is 0.3 ounces off what it's supposed to be, we have to throw that item away. So a, to- a soft taco has to be 1.6 ounces. If it's 3.3 in either direction, we have to toss it. Oh, so. we need to find out where they toss that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We need to go find out like you found the porn. I know. It would be like a freaking loitering <laughs> I around. I want to have a section called tossing. Because we don't want to waste that. Loitering around the, the We want that 3.3 ounce. Bell. Yeah. You, you know some of those got to be like 0.4 heavier than they should be? And it's just like, oh, uh, yeah, extra heavy chicken soft taco. I mean, as, <laughs> as, gimme, as I mentioned, my gimme friend Joshua would say, Look in the trash. That's where it is. Where yeah. the, it's not in some magical other place. No. They just where throw the it right in. It's where everything is. It's where the Taco Bell. It's where the one horned Windorians are. Hey, that, they just invented snorks. Oh my God. Snorks. They were the worst. They are terrible. They're like make smurfing. I guess it looks like one of the snorks. Snorks is a classic cartoon featuring aquatic themed. Yeah, now I'm going to have to do a thing on that. Thanks a lot. I'm going to take a deep dive into snorks. It's like a ripoff smurfs. It was. Totally. It was Smurfs underwater. Come yeah. along with the snorks. Swim along with the snorks. <laughs> Come on, well, yeah, well, you know the snorks theme song. And I was always like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Do you remember the glowworms? Yeah. That was cool for a minute. Yeah. Um, we also talked about bugles. <sighs> of course. Oh, yeah. The doomsday machine is bugle shaped. Uh, yeah. Uh, bugles were invented in the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. The question was whether or not, because I had I said that I didn't have bugles in my childhood growing up, and I didn't know if they were from. Go on. Uh, but they did exist. They were invented in the 60s, um, and up until 2017, every bugle, I mean every bugle, was made at one plant in Central Illinois. Yeah. So, so maybe when, a more of a Midwestern. So Hell did, yeah, it was. And we had more flavors. Nice. Yeah. Well, California, get your act together. Wait, yeah, how, Wikipedia the page. nacho cheese. Wait, how many flavors of bugle were there? Uh, uh, there are a lot. Oh. If you look at the Wikipedia page for the bugles, yeah. uh, they list all of the Guess flavors, what? and they're like 20. Short, yeah. Nobody here wants short tail alligator flavor, so just, <laughs> you guys can just I'm that. just saying, if you have a choice between plain and nacho, nacho. Nacho, huh? Yeah. But that's the tip of the iceberg when it comes it to bugle flavors. There yeah, look at the ones. bugles with I'm not Wikipedia into the page. sweet ones. It's, There's ranch. There was a, a, there was a, an extensive list of various flavors that you could have. 
What have I been doing all my life? I don't know. I'm missing out. They're very, very high in saturated fat. That's my yes, favorite kind of fat. That's true. That's the that most delicious also fat. On the Wikipedia, Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. page that they use. They use the same stuff that was so controversial at the movie theater. The kind the of fat that they use to make bugles is like the worst kind. Yeah. Well, it's like the one that had the bad rap for like the longest yeah. time. Still does, but like it was yeah. that was like the the thing people hated. It was like uh, what is it that everybody hates now? Glue, gla- uh, gluten, gluten. <laughs> it's like uh, there's always some yeah, villain. trans fats. Yeah, it's like trans fats. It was all trans fats, and they're delicious. They I are. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get them. There's a big chip of plaque somewhere. That's in my what arteries. Taco Bell needs to make a bugle taco. Oh, oh my god. god! Now that you've said it, why doesn't it exist, <laughs> dude? Dude, okay, I had this idea that it's gonna change our lives. Like a bugle that's the size of an ice cream cone filled with like Taco Bell style ingredients. Uh-huh. <gasps> Chalupas and cheesies and <laughs> be amazing. So I also found another article. I wasn't going to talk about this, but since you brought it up, Taco Bell has like a lab that where they experiment to find to invent new oh my God. new things. It's like where we the, need to find the, the trash can of that lab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess they try. I guess they. It was called like Inside Tim, Taco Bell's Insane Food Lab, food yeah. test lab. I mean, and it's where they invented the like fried sand, fried chicken shell. Yeah. You know, oh, the, yeah. Because some guy was like, "Why should it be a taco shell? Why can't it be a price, piece of fried chicken instead?" Yeah. <laughs> and so that's well, that's they, actually that's better if you're talking gluten. Yeah, carbs. Well, yeah. I guess I don't know. For a certain kind of people, that's. That job must be a dream come true. Taco right? Bell is highly experimental, it turns out, in the world of fast food. Because I, if you think about McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. has had the same 10 things on their menu Taco Bell forever. does all sorts of crazy Taco Bell shit. is constantly Let's make a taco innovating. out of an egg. Yep. Mm. They're constantly, constantly trying innovating. to come up with new I saw stuff. a Conan where he went there and he made, they got he got to make stuff at the lab and he made like, it was intriguing, he made like an ice cream cone shelled taco but it was just like the, like the non-sweet ice cream cone one and he was just like, like the- and he was like yeah it's not bad <laughs> it was like yeah and they're like yep then they put it right out they have focus testers they come in and mm-hmm. give it a shot Hopefully. we had a conversation about how much semen would have to be in food <laughs> Oh, good. Before I'm, you would, I'm be, finally. This is, a, this is really fun to revisit. Before you would be concerned about it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not zero. That's the thing. It's not. It's a non-zero no, number. Yeah. Wait, that's for sure. Do you have the stats on this, Matt? Well, I tried to. I genuinely, you guys, my browser history yeah. is so <laughs> weird now <laughs> because I am googling some strange stuff. Uh, so I did try to find out if there was any information about. You know, you hear urban legends about yeah. wait staff spitting in food, jerking oh, yeah. off in food, sure. whatever. Yeah. So I did, I did try and find out if there was ever any cases of semen being found in fast food. There's a Snopes page mm-hmm. dedicated to the subject. <laughs> good, good. Um, because there are a lots, they have lots, lots of examples. Of There's lots oh, of did he, did he various do stories did, did from Wesley the internet. Snipes, uh, Snopes do that. <laughs> let me just read you. <laughs> let me just read you one uh, that is particularly gross slash hilarious. This is from May 2014. A Michigan woman was in of disgust course. last week when she ate at a local McDonald's. Lisa McDowell, 31, was having lunch with her friends when she decided to order a McChicken sandwich. She was halfway through with her sandwich when she noticed an extra clump of mayonnaise on the side of the bun. She licked it off, tasted it, and immediately realized things were not right. 
I'm not going to lie, McDowell said. On birthdays and holidays, I give my man a little something extra in the bedroom, you know? So when I licked the mayo off of the bun, the texture was familiar, end quote. So there's a lot of them like that. That one just, I just enjoyed that one. <laughs> I like That's it. great. The quote. She's like, um, I know what, what semen tastes like. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. Um, it turns out they were, they're all, they're all phony. Yeah. There are no real Confirmed. verified uh, examples of anybody ever finding semen in their food. Huh. So that should be very reassuring. Well, thank, Except in public schools. Yeah. Thank God I got some useful information out of this episode. Yeah. This podcast <laughs> is both instructional and entertaining. It was almost a wash. It's yeah. infotainment. Um, With emphasis on the tainment. So, so that turned out <laughs> that no, means, no truth That means that. nothing on its own. <laughs> the other sort of semen conversation we had uh, we can't get enough. <laughs> it was about we had more than one. Well, it was well, all as part a podcast. Of the same... Every once in a while, we do something special for our man. It was all part <laughs> of the same conversation. <laughs> it was all part of the same conversation, but it had to do with sort of dilution levels, oh, and yeah, percentages. Yeah. And... yeah. So I was trying to find out if there was <laughs> an any... FDA standard or something. Yeah, or if there was any like scientific, like how much semen is notice would it have to be to be noticeable yeah. by the average person uh i couldn't find anything about that either so there's some real rich areas for some kind of scientist to dig it's, into yeah but i did find out that you can dilute your semen should you want to um just by drinking a lot of water drinking um fluids you yeah. can dilute your sperm count well which I results mean... in what is called in the scientific journals watery semen yeah oh so there you go i mean to bring i didn't want to bring this up yet but did everybody have the cheez-its tonight because uh <laughs> because i've started an experiment yeah that was 50 percent. so if nobody noticed <laughs> i think we can say that it's had to be more than 50 percent oh yes yeah. i didn't eat the cheeses <laughs> oh well you missed i I did, and I can tell you, you can go ahead and jack that up to 75. We'll see how it happens I had, next I had time. two bags, so I don't know what that says about me. I just ate a cheese, and it did not stop me. Yeah, <laughs> over here this information now. did not stop So I think it's just like a little bit about sperm, but it really says a lot about how great cheese it's are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't matter Neighbors. how much. Se- yeah. A little uh, semen that's it really. for Correction Corner or Hey guys, did you guys notice that the show is over too? <laughs> yeah, I did. Who cares? Oh, oh man. That's... So Sarek survived his <laughs> yes. surgery. Did you see how people survived and they all won at the end? Everybody oh wins. my god. So Everybody great. Wins. Spock and Sarek reconcile. Uh that's good. There's a there's actual uh fourth wall breaking right at the end of the episode that we missed. Oh really? Bones looks right into the camera. Cause he the three of them are like, he's like, Nope, you're in you have to stay in your bed. I'm in charge. Yeah. He tells Kirk and Spock and Sarek, right? Yep. And they both are all starting to to sort of fight against him. And he's like, nope, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. And then they're all sort of like about to say something, but then none of them say anything. And then he looks right in the camera and says, finally got the last word. Nice. <laughs> he has his moment to shine. <clears throat> oh, that's so sweet. Mm. Love it. And that has been... Bones. <laughs> bones. Bones. Bones after 18 hours. seasons of Bones with that one guy. It's a spinoff from Buffy. Duh. 
<laughs> it's not a spinoff of Buffy. It oh. just stars that guy. Oh. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, though. I thought he was in Buffy at some point. He was. Yeah, Boreanaz. He yeah. was Angel, right? Yeah. yeah. But Bones is not a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> He's not playing Angel right. from Buffy. Oh, but the show, An- <laughs> the show Angel was a spinoff. Yeah. Oh. Right? Yes. Okay, there you go. so that's where the connection. There we go. That guy. <laughs> so I was right. That guy has an amazing career. If you Just think about it because he has been on television consistently yeah. Yeah. since Buffy. Yeah. Yep. Every year. Is, he, is Bones is dead, right? Or is that Bones the, is yeah. off, but, but now he's on, he's on another Seal show. Team. He's on Seal Team. He I've seen a few episodes. He's on one of those right-wing CBS shows. Oh, nice. Like military. the Blue Bloods and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> mm, cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm all. I'm all about it. Um. Okay. Well, well I forgot. I, I forgot I was hosting this episode. Okay. Anybody have any thoughts about anything else? We didn't spend much time talking about the episode, but I think it's probably a good one. Yeah, I'm sure. With its eight eight point six rating, we said. Yeah, sure. It's got historical imp- importance, self importance, probably. But anyway, we will see Mark Leonard and Jane Wyatt again someday if we yes. get there. That's exciting. They both return as those characters. In 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Aaron, what did you think? I enjoyed the office party scene. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. leather faces and the powdered There's a lot of guys. visual stuff going mm-hmm. on. Anything and else? And I like the parents were there. That Sarek was interesting. And... That was What's his... Mrs. Sarek? Am- Amanda is her... Amanda. Is her earth name. It's his sad that we must part. But you um, trampled on my dog and my low-hanging heart. <laughs> low-hanging heart. As Whoa. usual, we've gone too long. <laughs> and Whoa. finally, you got the last word. <laughs> All right, Jake, tell people where they can find us you, on the internet. You can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash warped. You've clearly found a way to listen to our show, but if you want to find a different way, we are on Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Android, you can listen to us on the Stitcher app. Back to you, Matt. Thanks, Jake. Hey. Um, wow, that was real. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Warped After Dark. <laughs>